Welcome to Creating Community with Dorian and Jake, a podcast designed to bring area leaders, business owners, and other interesting people together to better our community. I'm your co-host, Jake Starkey. And I'm your other co-host, Dorian Strickland. We're the owners of 1820 Coffee House and 1820 Marketing in the heart of Alvin, Texas. Today, we are happy to be back at 1820 Coffee House for our recording. If you're a first-time listener, we would love for you to subscribe to Creating Community on your favorite podcast app. Creating Community with Dorian and Jake is available wherever you get your podcasts, or you can listen directly at 1820marketing.com slash podcast. If you're interested in sponsoring Creating Community, we'd love to talk to you. Our goal is to reach our community and let them know about great leaders and businesses that are helping to make it better. If you want to be a part of that, please email us at info at 1820marketing.com to start the conversation. In this episode, we're talking with Allison Hicks, owner and photographer at Allison Ruth Photography. She's a self-taught photographer, entrepreneur, and recent college graduate. She has big dreams and is following her passion of photography full-time. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So you were born and raised in Alvin, correct? Yes. <laughs> It's okay if it's not. <laughs> I was actually born in Fort Worth, but I lived there for about a year, so I don't have any memory of it. So you gotcha. tried to get out of there as quick as you can. I got you. Basically. Yeah, it's Fort Worth. We understand. Yeah. So <laughs> only thing there's the stockyards, right? I mean, what else? Carswell Air Force Base used to be there. I don't know. I don't know that there's anything else there. Well, now. we got out of there. For those and... people listening from Fort Worth, <laughs> we love Fort Worth. I've been yeah. there a dozen times. And if you're from Dallas, we know. <laughs> So, so do you come from a large family or? Yeah. Um, I mean, fairly large. I have a lot of cousins and uh, have a one set of grandparents that are alive. And um, yeah, so I would say a pretty big family on both sides. Um, it can get, it can, it's, it can get crowded and we do family reunions. Well, so. that's what I was going to ask. Do you guys still come together? Because I know for my family, we've all kind of gone our own way and we don't really get together that much anymore. Yeah, no, we actually have a family reunion planned um, July, and I'm super excited about it. Is this why nice. you're going to Florida? N no, that's, that's in June. That's something else, okay. No, but I'm going to Florida in June. But no, yeah. July we're going to a family reunion. Fantastic. So. so let me ask you, go to family reunions. Did they say, oh, Allison can take the photos? <laughs> <laughs> that's right? so funny. Yeah, actually, every holiday I do photos. And, I mean, I treasure the photos, so I don't mind it. But it is kind of like... I don't want to use my camera right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I also, like, want to capture the photos of us all together. And well, hopefully none of your family is listening right now. <laughs> I'm just you know, hopefully they're all listening. Yeah. I mean, really, hopefully everybody's but listening. I understand that. As a video guy, right, like, every time there was a whole series of years where there was a wedding, and the family or extended family were friends, and they were like, well, Jake, you, you have a camera, and you do. And I'm like, uh, I, I can. <laughs> You know, yeah. and I did a couple of different things, but overall it was more so they just kind of had their own event stuff. And so was, I still got to experience, I guess, is the thing is that yeah. I found that if you're behind the camera, you're experiencing the whole event, mm -hmm. which from through the lens, which right. if you're paid for it, <laughs> that's one thing. If it's, you know, friends and family have a well, way of asking, voluntolling well, you, volu volunteering well, you. Well, <laughs> actually, <laughs> I feel like friends and family expect the most out of you for the least amount. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. it's fine. Um, my family normally pays me, um, yeah. so it's all good. It's all yeah. good. Very nice. Well, uh -huh. what I was going to say was when you're doing your family reunions, when you're visiting family, all those kind of things, is it often that you're not in the photo because you're taking them all? Yeah, yeah. I, I would say so. Yeah, yeah, I can remember when I was a kid, my mom's not in any photos. 
because she's the one taking up all of the pictures. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's all right. How so it everybody is. listening, let her be in some of the shots. Yeah. You um, Photoshop yourself in. No, later. no. She's saying I, no. Don't do that. I get nervous to let my family touch my camera because <laughs> it is a professional camera, and that's like I, you know just one one totally drop. Totally understand. In a, so understand completely. But yeah, completely. I have I have some family members I've I've trusted and taught them a few yeah. things. So we mentioned that you were a recent college graduate. What did you attend college for? And are you still doing that or are you doing something else? So I got my degree in teaching. It's interdisciplinary studies, EC through six. Um, and I chose not to pursue teaching and I'm just doing photog- photography full time. You're excited about doing photography. Like this is what you really want to do, right? Yeah, I'm really, really excited. And I feel at, during college, I was really like, oh, I'm so tired of going to college. Like, I don't even need a degree to do photography and be successful. Like, I don't want to do it. And I wanted to just like quit so many times. Um, but now that I've graduated and have the degree, I'm like very grateful because I have job security. If I ever, you know, photography, I don't know if there's a shelf life for me as a photographer. I have no idea. And that's kind of a thing in the industry. Like we kind of worry about. That's true. Um, one of the things that that reminds me of is the ability to be able to, I don't want to say fall back, but people get burned out, right? Right. People get burned out with Mm -hmm. whatever their job is. And when it's something creative, having the degree, it gives you the opportunity that if you want to take time off, you can teach and and teaching is a phenomenal thing. My wife's a teacher and being able to do that can recharge your battery for, for the creative side of photography if you choose to. And I, so I understand completely. Right. Having, and I, I'm sure your parents appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I actually fell in love with learning to be a teacher, like learning um, how students learn and how their environment impacts them and their home life. And there's so much that goes into teaching that I really actually enjoy and like and find interesting. And so I definitely could see myself doing it, but now my degree was for EC through six generalist. And, and so now and what is EC? Uh, early childhood yeah so like pre-k and stuff like that um and so now i actually think that i would like to like maybe do art in elementary school or even um photography in high school um so looking into how i would do that yeah, or something so i think that that's a be, great way to combine your i passions. definitely think yeah i definitely think that'd be cool and plus uh Photography, we don't have the best retirement plan so <laughs> being, maybe i will be a teacher one day so right. we'll see yeah. did you did you have the opportunity to take photography classes or any other classes that were related to photography while you were in college? Yeah. So my last semester of college, well, actually my last year and I, I did. So the last year of college, when you're getting a degree in teaching, you do like an internship, mm-hmm. student teaching. And so I was placed with an amazing mentor teacher and I had the best time ever. However, when this that semester ended, I had to choose, I like really had to choose, like if I'm not going to do this and I'm not going to get my certification. So right. I got my degree, but I didn't get my certification because I chose oh, not yeah. to get certified. Sure. So I had to leave that school in Alvin and leave that mentor teacher. And that was hard because it was like, wow, I'm really making this decision <laughs> yeah, now. The decision is made. Um, and so I, so because of that, they, the school was like, oh, teacher, we don't really have people drop out of like this internship program. <laughs> like, are you sure? And I had to like write an essay on why I didn't want to do it anymore. And it was like really sad because I did find it interesting and I enjoyed it. But um, no, I, I had to fill it with other classes and I took ceramics, which was amazing. And I took photography. Wow. I didn't enjoy the photography class, um, which is crazy because it was a college and I actually got into the advanced class because I explained to them I had a business and I didn't need to be in like 
the basic photography right. class. Explaining what shutter speed is and things like that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I took this advanced class and it was, um, it was just not beneficial. It was a lot of Photoshop stuff, which was cool. And I learned Photoshop, but like it wasn't, I wanted it to really give me a different point of view on right. like the subject and, I, I was looking for a lot more, and it sure. wasn't providing that. Well, in photography, is a lot of uh, artistic stylized, yeah, exactly. however you want to yeah. say. So it's kind of structured when you're in class, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. it was definitely, I wouldn't take it again. I, <laughs> I don't know if I'd really, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I think even in the advanced, they have to figure out how to shotgun approach hit education. Everybody. Like, mm-hmm. how, here's how to do this. Here's the general thing, but they don't really teach you the next level of, and, and I also think when it comes to creativity, we've worked with enough people that you kind of either have the eye for it or you don't. And just, you can look at someone's photos or someone's footage and go, okay, that's not where you want it. You know, it's like, yeah. you, you know, we, we've, sure. we've done it. We've sat, we've sat on shoots and gone, well, if you just move this just way and down, a like, little bit. it'll be that much, it'll infinitely it'll that much make, it makes yes. all the difference in the world. But yeah. the tripod's set up this high. And so that's how high it needs to be. Like, yeah. you no, know, you don't have to do that. We were listening. I, I was listening. I don't know if it was Peter McKinnon or somebody else was talking about that education that you get for yourself. So they took a class, a photography class. They split them in half, and they said half of them. Your, did you see this too? No, I think this was is, this in the this book. This is in the book that we're in the reading. book. Yes. It was in the book. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, with the, Atomic Habits. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So cut the class in half, and half of them. Their job was to take one photo for the entire semester. Right. The other half was to take as many shots as they could, and the ones that only took one did better, correct? Or it was the other way around. No, it was the other way So it was like quality versus quantity, and it was like the ones who are getting out there and shooting every single day are becoming more, they're just becoming just better. better yeah. Yeah. More experienced, they, they're learning what they're, it's the, they're actually taking action, and they're not just like planning out how to take the one photo, and, so, and I totally think that's true. Yeah, you know, the, the best yeah. advice that was given to me was when I first started doing photography, which I don't do anymore, but when I first started doing it, somebody told me, get off of auto. Oh my go gosh, manual. Yeah. yeah. And I said, manual? I was taking pictures that were all white. I go, this is not good. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to learn your ISO, your shutter speed, all those kind of things. So well, because you get great. more control over the photo that you're Absolutely. creating. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's and, definitely. And again, with taking multiple photos, you don't, you learn by screwing up. Oh my gosh, you yeah. You know, like taking all the, the photos that are blown out and horrible and you go, Okay, well, it's because I did this. Because I'm an idiot. Auto. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I'm, and, and auto is, like you're saying, it's that shotgun approach where it's trying to get everything in the photo in focus and situated the way you want it, composure. But when you're taking photos, sometimes you want a shallow depth of field so that you're focused completely on somebody's face or right, something like that. Right. So Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to get into what got Allison interested in photography in a little bit. But first, let's take a moment and thank our sponsors. Hey, everyone. It's your friendly neighborhood realtor, Parker White with New Villa Realty. It's not a secret the real estate market is red hot right now. Whether you have a dream of becoming a homeowner, your family's growing, and you need more room, or if you're an empty nester, I got you covered. New Villa Realty specializes in helping our clients achieve their real estate goals through a stress-free process and open communication 24-7. You will never be left in the dark, and I will be there with you for any questions you may have. Connect with me today so we can sit down and get you where you want to be. My phone number is 281-678-1811, 
or email me at parker at nuvilla realty n-u-v-i-l-l-a.com i would love to meet you i'm jamie scafidi president and ceo of the alvin manville area chamber of commerce the chamber of commerce exists to provide support to businesses and organizations in the alvin and manville area with various networking and marketing opportunities every month the chamber can help you grow your business learn more at alvinmanvillechamber.org Hey, we want to take a quick moment and tell you a little bit about 1820 Marketing, the producers of this podcast. We believe that when businesses have quality marketing, it gives business owners the freedom to focus on what they do best. We design websites, produce videos, and create marketing materials that help clients grow their business. Find out more at 1820marketing.com. It's something different. And now back to the show. All right, we're back with Allison Hicks of Allison Ruth Photography. So what is it that led you to get into photography in the first place? So I had taken classes in high school, and um, those were really fun. I started learning how to use my camera and even learning how to use it off auto. Um, (laughs) And then I started taking, like, free sessions for people, and then I started to, like, charge a little bit for sessions here and there and stuff. But um, I guess the main thing that, like, ignited my business and like ignited Allison Ruth photography uh, was I took my sister's senior pictures and that was so fun. I took her pictures along with two of her friends that we were all together taking pictures. And she's younger? She's younger. My younger sister. Yeah, she was 17. And so um, that really started, I guess, I I feel like that started my business. Um, I had done some stuff here and there before that, but that's really where it started it. And I say that because my sister passed away in a car crash and at her funeral, we obviously had pictures of her that I had just taken. And so people were kind of like, wow, I love these photos. You took them. And I was like, I took them like I did that. Um, And so a lot of people just really liked my pictures and I'm still like, I don't really know how they turned out that great because the the camera I had was like a Canon Rebel. Like it wasn't full frame. Like it definitely wasn't a professional camera. Sure. Um, But the pictures turned out great. And so you can take good pictures with, without oh, yeah. having a professional camera. Um, however, they just can elevate it a sure. little bit more. Oh, absolutely. But, um, yeah, no, the pictures were like, Oh, uh, gosh, it was bigger than an eight by 10, like big pictures oh, wow. okay. of her. And so they just turned out so great and people liked them. And um, I just started doing sessions for other people and that kind of just took off. And, and that also like the way I valued those pictures, like I had a whole different mindset on photos and they became so much more important to me because I no longer had my sister. Yeah. Right. And that's kind of what I was thinking about because I read on your website when you talked to, talked about it on your website, when you wrote it on your website um, about understanding how photography can have an impact. Right. And I think that's true because I know that I have photos that I've seen and quality is important. Right. But sometimes the photo itself is important if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. And, and so I think to me seeing that is what intrigued me about you because you understand that a photo is not just a photo. It's important. It, right. it can be. Right. right like sometimes yeah. they're fun and sometimes, but they can also have an impact afterwards. Yeah. I mean, my tagline um, is documenting the life you're living because I mean, all these moments, I mean, people go through, you know, 
dating, marriage, babies, and all of that. And like, you need to capture that. And growing up, my mom, we did photos at, I guess, JCPenney and this other place oh, in the yeah. mall. We did them every single year. And I really enjoyed it, I guess. So <laughs> that's the real start to photography. Um, but I loved having my picture done. And I, we had them done like, I guess six months till we were like 12, I guess. So I have oh, wow. like, and we have all, my, my sister, we have pictures of her all the way, like all the time. And so the, and they're just really good quality pictures and we just love having them. And so yeah. there's really, they're, it's important to get pictures of your family, um, whether you're able to afford it professionally or whether you're just taking it on your own, just like getting the pictures. For sure. Well, you know, you rattled off a few reasons why people would get photos, but tell me, what are some reasons that you've seen that people take photos? Is it portraits, graduations, birthdays, anniversaries, weddings, funerals? Um, I haven't done a funeral just because you said that last, but um, I actually did bring that camera to the funeral and I had a friend take pictures at the funeral and we enjoy having those photos because you know, those moments and days at the funeral, it was kind of just a blur. Oh, of course. Um, And so getting to have those pictures, it, it was nice. It was there, I mean, it was cool. It gives you something to remember. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Because it was a celebration of life, truly. And it was beautiful, like the decorations and everything, it was beautiful. Um, but people get pictures of everything. And I feel like a lot recently I've been doing, I guess because my age, I've had a lot of maternity and like newborn and stuff recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, like four back to back, like four maternity. And then I know they're all going to have newborn. So right. it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. it's good for me. Okay, but yeah. yeah. That's the perfect double dip. Yeah, exactly. It really <laughs> is. And remember me in a few months. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know in a couple months they're going to want more right. photos. That's fantastic. Yeah, it, it kind of is nice. But Like um, if, if someone keeps coming back to you for their wedding photos, you have concerns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't this your third wedding? Yeah. <laughs> right. And then, of course, seniors are a huge. Especially right now. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Like my April, March, they're so crazy. It is. I'm like double booked on days and it's just it's wow. a lot um, and that's actually something you mentioned too because you when you talk about doing your sessions for seniors photos anyway you do a fall and a spring or that's at least an option i guess i should yeah, say yeah it's a package option for them to get a fall session and then a spring session because sometimes they don't know the, what college they're going to yet but yeah. they know they need to get pictures because sometimes you have events that you need a picture for a senior event and it's yeah in december or whenever it is um and so they get pictures in the fall and then they can get pictures in the spring so. and then they don't have to come up with the money at christmas time yeah right <laughs> no but that makes no, total absolutely. sense to me that you get them in the the fall because foliage like it's, it's yeah. good photography oh, yeah and then they're like yeah but i don't i don't know i, I don't want to take a photo in like a UT sweater and an A and M sweater, yeah. and a, you know, like you get, you get yeah. one, and right. then so well, yeah. I think that's great. So, with that being said, what are some things that you think people should capture photos for that maybe is not happening? Right. So you said you haven't done a funeral, but what are some other events, or or what do you bring that you can do as a professional photographer that maybe they're going to miss with their own camera? Because everybody thinks they're a photographer these I days, mean, right? <laughs> yes, Well, they do. I mean, this new iPhone camera is pretty good. It's pretty nice. Hey, yes. The it's new Samsung's pretty good, too. I don't know about that. <laughs> I do. <laughs> um, I just think family photos are really important. And I think not just, like, the post family formal or family formal photo. I think, like, intimate lifestyle-type photos right. um, that 
like you said, Jake, like aren't perfect. Like maybe you're swinging the kid and it's got a little motion blur, you know, just in action in like living life. And um, that's how I try to set my family sessions up to where it's like a moment and it's more intimate and it's capturing them as a family. And so, and just like you said earlier, like moms don't get pictures of themselves because they're normally behind the camera. Yes. So I I think family pictures are really important and, and I enjoy them too. It's fun. Yeah. No, I think that's a, that to me is a key point is most people there's have always someone, there's always someone that's there's out of always, the shot and it's usually it's the a same, selfie and it's usually the same person. Yeah. That's and missing. selfies are goofy and again, serve their purpose. Right. But if you're wanting to get a good photo, like I was on vacation this weekend and I was told by every mom that was there, you better bring a tripod or something <laughs> so that I could set up the shot. <laughs> to be and, fair, your arms are like 12 feet long. Yeah, so. and, but, and we have, we have like a little tripod. It's an iPhone yeah. photo. It, it's nothing special. People knew that we were going to be doing this. And so I was like, Jake, you're the video guy. Figure out the photo. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I did. But, the but video having, guy, figure out the photo. Yeah. Yeah. But having moments captured. And like you said, it's just. And to me, I love the photos that we've even gotten done professionally five, six years ago. And one of my favorite ones, we're not even facing the camera. We're sitting on a bench and the sun setting in the background. I love the photo. Yeah. But it's not really, a, it's not what a traditional photographer would probably want to do because right. we're not facing, again, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just not when it goes back to creativity. It's, yeah, and creating a good photo. And I think that's another thing that people aren't getting family photos done after their kids like get into high school. They're like, yeah, they're too old, but it's like, my sister was 17. Like we only have 17 years of photos with her. That's all we're going to get. And so I think it's important to keep getting those photos done. And I know obviously financially, it's not something that maybe it's in the budget to do every single year, but like make it a point to do it because sometimes it's all you have left. Um, and so, and I just don't do a lot of like families with older kids. They sure. just like, oh, you're old. Who cares? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I get it. I have a fourteen-year-old. If I told him we were going to do family portraits, the oh, eye roll I would it. get. Oh, oh yeah. they'll hate it. <laughs> they'll hate it, and then I can make them enjoy it. Well, and that's the thing too, and, and I, that's another thing. The difference to me between professional and amateur is the way that a professional treats the family, right? Like, I've never thought of it like that, but that is so true. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm there to get a good photo, but I'm there to make it an experience and for you to enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and that's what I love. Like when a fiance or the dad is like, wow, that really wasn't that bad. I'm like, it <laughs> shouldn't nice. be, yeah, you got it. <laughs> like, exactly. it should be fun. You shouldn't be there like mad that you're having to get photos right. done with your family. Like, no, yes, exactly. well, you, you know, should we, try to enjoy it. Yeah. You know, in, in marketing, we often have people ask us, well, can I just do that? And we say, well, sure. But if you do it, you've got to have, this is the education we have. This is the software we're using. This is the knowledge that we bring to the table. There's a lot of things that go into it. Photography is the same thing, right? Why don't you go a little over what a typical photo shoot entails from you? So like you're planning ahead, you're doing the photos, and then you're processing everything, right? Oh, like my workflow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Workflow. That I, She knows the word. I forgot that she's uh, a... <laughs> well, honestly, like... I was just thinking of how much it like takes to like start a photography business. And it's a lot more than just having a nice camera. And yes, it is. Let's repeat that. Say that again for the people in the back. It's a lot more than having a nice camera. (laughs) It's sort of like when people get a tattoo, they get addicted and they get more and more and more. So you have more than one camera for sure. Yes. And I'm uh, working to getting another one. All right. Let's go back to your workflow. (laughs) Sorry. 
Yeah. Um, so you're working with me the moment you inquire and I reply back to you. And I know people think that they're only paying for the photos and for the hour that we're taking photos or the right. 30 minutes we're taking photos. But really, um, I'm on the job. As soon as you email me, I'm working for you. I'm sitting there finding mm -hmm. dates, finding locations, communicating with you. Um, and all that is lumped in um, to what you're paying for. And so I set up a date with you, get a location, and then we meet at the shoot. And there's communication in there too. Um, and then we meet at the shoot, and then after that, I go and I have to cull the photos, which means like pick out the best images, and then edit the images, and then finalize the edit of the images, and then export the images, upload them to a software to deliver your gallery, and then um, send you your gallery. And just wait for a thank you, they're so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, which, sometimes which, I don't hear back from them, and I'm like, ah, uh, and then they post their photos later. I'm like, okay, good, yeah, exactly. <laughs> leave me a and, review. <laughs> and everybody's the hardest critic on themselves, and when you don't get feedback, it's yeah. it's a killer, I know. That's, that's what I realized is pictures are so personal to people, and and people are their hardest critic. I have so many people being like, "Can you make me look like I've lost ten pounds? Can you slip my Can you slip my face a little, <laughs> can or you can you can you down? edit out my wrinkles?" And it's like, I don't want to be rude, but people aren't going to recognize you if I do that. Like that photo is not going to represent who you are. Like that's not. Correct. That's not yeah. the kind of photographer I. Am. <laughs> I'm not airbrush, facetune. That's not. That's not how I'm trying to be. Obviously, like if there was something that had to be removed from the photo, I would. Sure. But. Yeah. Well, you know, we were talking about that today when Christina was here. She said, I went through all the photos on my phone, and there's like 50 of them, and none of them are Dorian with a serious face. Like, he's <laughs> making a face on every single one. And yeah. she sent me a bunch of them, and I said, but that's me. Yeah. Like, I'm a big believer that I don't want the glamour shot. I want the shot of who I am so that when I am gone, people remember, go, yeah, that's who that guy was. Yeah, yeah. Not, and they, like, who is they this find guy? joy looking at that exactly. photo. They're not exactly. like, wow, they look fake. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, funny exactly. we were talking about that today. So. Yeah. That is funny. But no, and the other thing, too, I think when you talk about workflow and think about process, like you said, it's not just the one hour that you show up because yeah. there's also – There's weather, a lot of – so Like the weather – Oh, reschedule. I reschedule, like – I've rescheduled probably three entire weeks this season. It's been oh, the, it's been the rainiest been May I've yeah. ever seen. It's been yeah. terrible. You got that, and then even afterwards, and you that's go senior through. photo month. She already said that. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it was very stressful. I had one senior basically get photos like the week before she graduated because I rescheduled her oh three times due to rain, and I'm like, I don't even know what to do at that point. Like, and then you feel like you have to rush, but you still want to put out a great quality photo. Oh yeah. 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 I gave her some early because I just felt so bad, but yeah. Well, so that's the other thing. So how long does it take you from the time you do a photo shoot to the time you deliver the final product? Well, because there's other people like in queue in line sure. waiting to get theirs edited. Um, it, it takes two, two weeks. Sure. Sometimes yeah. I push three weeks just because I've been in college. So it's been, I've been, juggling all the hats and balls. Well, and now you that. have all kinds yeah. of free time. Yes. Now, <laughs> yeah. Don't say that. No, I'm not. Take that no, out. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> but no, you're right. Well, I do, yeah. And I think I'm finding more and more that people understand that. But a few years ago, it was so weird to me that people didn't understand. Like, oh, but I do you're think doing someone else's video project too? I'm not the only <laughs> client. Yeah. But now it does seem like people kind of go, oh, well, I know, you're, I know we're not the only client. 
you know, and so but, when they but understand, but you do have to communicate. Very like true. You do have to communicate and say, "Hey, I'm working on these. Give me two weeks, right?" right. And then if that two weeks is coming up and you're yeah. not done, you're going to reach out to them and let them yeah. know. Yeah, no, I definitely at the end of the session tell them. I explain the process. Like, so it's going to take me two weeks to edit your photos. I'll deliver the gallery through your email, and then it like shows you how to download the images because don't screenshot them. Like don't screenshot a professional image. It distorts the pixels and it's just not good. Don't do it. Um, and so yes. I, I explained the process just to them. Just wait a few weeks, you'll get the final product. It'll yeah. be fun. Yeah. Oh and then they're, um, they can download them and they can even purchase prints from me too. And so it's all through their gallery. So everything can come through you if they want it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and I do make commission off of it. And so I do tell them that. Um, or, or you can go to Walgreens, but there's a significant Quality, quality difference, difference when you order yeah. from me sure. versus ordering like just well, ordering you're getting from, from a professional photo, yeah, photo lab, lab. Yeah. yeah versus walgreens where it's done in an hour <laughs> yes there's it's a reason a really it's nice done printer. in an hour <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly and i think too that I, th I think if you go through the whole process of doing professional photos don't don't trip at the finish line maybe is a good way to put it like if you're Right. If you've gone through schedule, all of that I'm work. I'm going to go coordinate outfits. I'm going to schedule everyone to get there. Yeah. You're going to do this. And then she's going to take the time to process the photos. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a screenshot off my iPhone with your watermark on it and, and post it. And I've the number, <laughs> not, not your photography, but I've seen that. In just general. people that, yeah, where yeah. people are like posting photos and I can see like copyright such and such. Yeah. yeah. There's a reason like, that's literally. On yeah. Like, it's like, mm. yeah. Just download it. Well, yeah. I have a question for you. This is something Jake and I struggle with. So, and it's really weird for those people that are listening. I understand we are marketers that find it incredibly difficult to market ourselves. Right. So as a photographer, how do you market yourself without going, look how great I am. Hire me. Cause you still want to say, look how great I am. Hire yeah. me. How do, you you find, how do you find that balance? Right. And well, we're taking notes. I've so. actually, I've actually found a lot of engagement with my clients when I share a photo of myself um, on my feed and I kind of like talk about, photos, you know, yeah. like why I'm doing this, my passion or just if I share yeah. about myself, my clients interact better. And, and also like, I think it would just be weird to hire a photographer and not know what the photographer looks like. Yeah. I don't know if that's normal, but huh. I would just no, like, right. I just so I look right. through their page and like, if I can't find what they look like, I'm kind of like not wanting to look sure. at, like, it's just kind of, kind of weird. So yeah. I like to share photos of myself on my page um, to help. And I will say, following you on Instagram and, and Facebook and stuff, it, it is the Gary V right, right, or jab, jab, right hook. Yeah. Most of your grid is everything else, your clients and things like this. And then there's occasionally a photo of you with the behind the scenes aspect of it. And I also think that that's something that everyone can learn, but I've also seen the opposite of it too, where it's like, I'm a photographer who only has photos of me. Mm -hmm. Well, how do I know it's your good photo? I know you didn't take that photo. Yeah. Unless you have like the remote, which people do, but like, yeah. show me the work, show me the yeah. reason that I should hire as a mm -hmm. photographer. Mm -hmm. But then also, like you said, incorporating a little bit of who you are in the behind the scenes so that that way um, people feel comfortable right. showing up. Cause it's an awkward thing, smile. Smile. No, no. Keep smiling. Keep smiling. Keep. No, 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 no. You know, that's. You get the Chandler photo from friends, right? Exactly. It's just this weird thing. I always think of my name is Earl. He's always got like one eye shut in every photo. Every time. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. And that's the kind of thing. Well, tell me if you could say anything to somebody that's potentially looking to hire somebody as a photographer, what would you tell them to look for when they're looking for a photographer? First of all, the quality of their work. Um, and then I would look for maybe the reviews. Um, and then just emailing them. And if you don't 
hear back from them at all, that's not good. Yeah, <laughs> um, and, sure. I, and I even struggle with that. Like I, I get so many inquiries and I, I try to respond, even if I'm not a good fit for that client or um, I'm booked that day, I still try to respond to them and tell, wow. let them know, like, I don't specialize in that. Here's another photographer who would, because if you're not replying at all, it's bad customer service. No, absolutely. So if you sent an inquiry, like you should hear back. So that would be a red flag for me if I were reaching That's out. True. I would definitely agree yeah. with that. Well, I think most people search websites and Instagram, Facebook, all that fun stuff and see photos and I go, oh, I like that photo, who did it? Yeah. And then when they reach out and like, oh, well I reached out to them and I haven't heard back in two weeks or, you know, mm -hmm. and like you said, even, I don't know that I'm even necessarily good about it, but like reaching out and going, yeah, we're not necessarily the right fit, but you know, Here's this or I'm not available on that date. And yeah. the number of people that are in this business that like, oh, you know, June 5th, I can't do June 5th, eh, whatever, so delete. The, the simple 10 seconds it takes you to reply back is like, actually, I'm not available that day. I know, yeah, and I, I have struggled with that in the past, like, I mean, my business isn't that old, so I'm, I'm learning as I go, but I, I, I used to just like, oh, I'm not available that, but available that day, oh my gosh. Um, so just delete the email, but it's like, no, you have to reply and, and still put yourself as the guide and like help them find a new photographer who is available or who is a good fit. So that would be a red flag if, if they don't ever yeah. reach back. And if you've like DM'd them and then inquired, but also inquire through their website first, don't send them a DM. However, life can get busy. And if you haven't for some reason heard back from me personally, right. you can DM me um, and let me know. So. Yeah, well, I was just gonna say one of the things that, one of the questions we typically ask people is what your today would tell today you tell your 20 years ago 20 30 years ago oh, yeah, yeah, however yeah. for you, you five years ago well no so here's my question to you is what have you learned you would say short time but some people have given up after a month right yeah, oh, yeah. what have you learned in your short time that surprises you about this business Pro that process. you chose to start mm, that's a really good question i want to the first thing i want to say is ex the experience like it's more than just photos. Like my photos can't speak for themselves. I mean, they can, but like, it's more than that. Like it's an experience, like from the moment sure. you inquire to the moment you have a session with me. And I pride myself in like providing a really authentic and genuine in-person experience. Like I really am there and I want you to have a good time and I want to create photos. Like I will shoot over the time limit to make sure that you have good photos and photos that I'm proud of. Um, and so I guess when I first started, I thought, it's funny. I have. A, I thought of another thing. Um, I thought that my clients would post themselves. Like I didn't realize. Like even if it's a candid photo, there's still some posing going into it. Sure. Um, even just like the way you stand and like your feet being straight and stuff like that. So I guess I didn't really realize that I had to like completely pose Tell them. People. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you have to like you. set them up. And I didn't really realize that at first, but I mean, I learned through experience. I'm completely self-taught. I say I'm a self, I'm a professional self-taught uh, because yeah. I do have professional gear, but I am self-taught. Okay. So. But as soon as you start getting paid, you're a professional. Right? Is that how it works? Yeah, I, I honestly yes. haven't. I think, like, I think yes. if you're paid I mean, for I it, you're a professional. I have an LLC, so like I have a real you business. Well, you no, know, absolutely. Yeah. And don't let this come off the wrong way. I think what you do is great. I think you do fantastic work and we're going to give your, your website for people to go check it out too, because I think other people will find the same thing, but lost my train of thought. That just doesn't happen. I think he was going to say, don't shortchange yourself. Yeah. No, exactly. and I, yeah. And I, I struggle with that. Definitely that I'm, you know, I mean, and that's, we do. Yeah. I mean, 
I think that's something I like, I guess all business owners are struggle with too, is just like comparison and not thinking that your stuff is good enough and, and yeah. getting in that like negative mindset. Well, you know, there's those sure. memes of the entrepreneur. It says, Oh, such a, it was such a, a horrible day. Why am I still doing this? So the next day you're like, man, we did great today. Look how fantastic I am. Things are going great. Right. Next day you're like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Why am I even still doing this? And it yeah. just goes on and on and, and it's a struggle. Yeah. Cause you're teaching. I mean, I've had to teach myself how to wear all the hats and yes. do everything. Um, yeah. But I, I saw a quote and it was like, it, even if it feels like you're juggling a lot of balls, some of them are glass and some of them are plastic and some are going to drop and you're going to be able to pick back up, but some of them are going to break and having oh, to navigate yeah. like Ooh, that's what can good. wait yeah. and what I can't drop. And so trying to figure that out and, you know, it's a process. It really is between like emails and editing and like marketing and the website and the taxes and all <laughs> yes. it's so, oh, yeah. so it's, that's, lot of stuff well i think there's a lot of people that say oh, i want to start a photography business i want to start a wedding video business i want to do commercials whatever it is and it's like i, I just love being on set i love shooting the but it's the grind before and after oh that's gosh, the real yes. business side yes. of it it's understanding how to charge appropriately so that that way you don't go out of business it's about the marketing it's about the all the things that keep up most entrepreneurs at night yeah versus people who just have a nice camera and, and right, I, like it's, and I think that's what people miss is the things they say to you when they're angry because they spent, you know, a couple hundred bucks for whatever it is that they're doing, and then they get a a a friend that tells them, "Well, I could have done it for half of that, like whatever it is." Then they're angry at you, and even those little things they say to you cut you deep. Oh no! What I like is when someone reaches out to me and they're like, "So I saw this Tarfer is doing that same session for this much, thirty five dollars," and I'm yeah. like, "Okay, well." Clearly, you weren't sold on that photographer because you're reaching out to me. Because you reached out to me. Oh, yeah. fantastic. Um, That's a good way to put that. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm like, I am I know what I can provide. And so, yeah, just having to stand firm and stuff like that. So. No, well, we, we talked off, off camera, off mic before <laughs> we started. Yeah. Not even today, but before today. And you said your long-term goal, you wanted to write a book. Right. You want to tell us about that? Yeah, I, I really want to write a book on more so on sibling loss, because I feel like that's something um, we're, we're kind of the forgotten grievers. Uh, I can't tell you how many times great people would like kind hearted people I really love would just come up to me and be like, how's your mom doing or how's your dad? And it's like, oh, so I should suppress my grief. And I didn't just lose a sister. It's my mom's daughter. And so just this this mindset of, or not mindset, this experience that I'm going through. Um, I, I want to write a book to guide other people who go through this too. Wow. And yeah. Especially when you lose someone so young, yeah. it's kind of like one of those traumas that it's just like, you, that's not, it's not supposed to happen that way. Yeah. Um, and so I would like to write a book to help people in their healing process. And stuff. How, how close was she in age to you? I was 19. She was 17. So like, yeah, a couple of years, yeah. We're really, really, really close in age. Actually, I think that would be a useful book because you're right. Oh, and so I have a friend who lost his wife and we're the same age, right? And the thing that I hear everyone asking him is how are their, his kids doing? And and you're right. Like there's this weird thing of people's like an asterisk. Yeah. Where yeah. it's like, like you said, how's your mom? How's your dad? 
Oh yeah, and you, by the way, yeah, you you experienced <laughs> a loss think, too, right? Like there's a weird. But it might be that people are fearful that if I ask you how you're doing, you're going to break down and cry, and then I have to deal with you crying. Right? Yeah, no, that definitely is. And but crying is okay. It's okay, and not only that, I have people who like won't say my sister's name around me, and I'm like, you can say her name. Like I rather you speak her name and acknowledge that she exists than pretend sure. like she was never here because. You know, the five stages of grief, um, one I really struggle with is like, was she ever here? Like, was that real? Like, oh, wow. I, that's so acknowledging that she was real, acknowledging her name and stuff. Like, you, you can ask me. Like, it's not a, I'm not going to break down and cry. I don't really cry that much. But also, kind of what Jake was saying, um, I had to step into the role of like taking care of my parents from that day because, I mean, child loss is like an extreme trauma. And it's yeah. I've, what I've heard is everywhere worst nightmare for a parent because I, I don't even know what it's like to love a child so I can't even imagine the pain of yeah. losing one I don't know that and so yeah I definitely had to step in and like help my mom and and my dad too and that was and then help my sibling because I have another sister and a brother right. and so like being there for them and I just immediately stepped into this role as like a protector and I, I just want to serve and like help in any way and I mean I was 19 I, I was grown up but I did have to grow up even more I feel like um, and I did like for a long time suppress my own grief, sure. but setting boundaries and making sure that like I'm worrying about or like focusing on my healing. And during all of this, you did say it's okay to say her name. What is her name? Her name is Ashley Charlotte Hicks. And, okay. I'm going to say one thing. I'm going to sure. brag on her just a little bit. Um, she was about to graduate high school and she was also getting her dual degree. Oh my gosh. So she was going to have her high school diploma and a diploma from ACC. Oh my gosh. Wow. Um, and I'm just going to go into one more no, thing. So we yours. have a scholarship in her memory for Alvin high school graduates. Oh, I did not um, know that. And so yeah, I had to say that because I mean like those kids who go to high school and get their ACC diploma, like they're working really hard yeah. and they really value education, which is another reason why like I continued to get my degree. Cause I, I lost my sister in the midst of college and I had the choice, you know, I could stop what I'm doing and just, stay in bed sure. all day but ultimately i had to power through and i just knew that life is too short to not keep going yeah so absolutely i had to say that no I, I think that's a good lesson and to me the lesson is there's plenty of people who've had tragedy happen in their life right and it defines them in the way that it stops their growth and their life and you know everything that there's before and there's after and then there's people who the you didn't allow it to control you stop you. right no you know, i think you used it as a positive yeah this, well i don't necessarily think i use it i think i let god use this for good and for his good and i do try to like bring any success i have like back onto him because i think he provided me the strength to like get up i mean i went back to college two weeks after like i went to the funeral and then i went back to school and i finished the semester with all A's. like wow. i didn't just i think yeah. that's another message that i would put in my book is like to keep going um Sure. So do you know how the scholarship is awarded to students? Like, is there a process? Yeah. And so you'll apply for the scholarship and then we give out three different ones. Um, and I don't know exactly the value. I mean, it's around a thousand something or sure. 2000. I don't know what it is, but um, everything helps. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It, <laughs> it doesn't even matter. It helps. Yeah. And so we give out three or actually, no, I think there's three different ones that you can apply for. But we give out like I think we give out five or six. Wow. And, and I'm not sure how it's funded, but can people that are listening that want to contribute to that, are they yeah. able to contribute? Yeah, they're able to con contribute to the scholarship fund. I will leave that in the show notes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 
Probably sure. through the Education Foundation. Yeah, I think it's like the Alvin Education Foundation, I'm sure. All right. And with that, how can people get in touch with you if they're looking for photographs? They can check out my website. It's allisonruthphotography.com. Or they can go to my Instagram at allisonruthphoto. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate you, you being here. Yeah, we'll make sure we put all that in the show notes so people get it. So people that didn't write it down fast enough, you don't have to run it back. Yeah. And then also, uh, thank you to, nope, never mind. I was to, about to thank 1820 Coffee House for letting 1820 Marketing come out here. Jeez. It's great. Yeah. Um, yes. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for sharing tips and tricks. And uh, for more tips and tricks, check her out on Instagram. And then uh, call her <laughs> and then contact her. All right, listeners. We know that you listen to Jake and Dorian all the time with our podcast creating community with Dorian and Jake. But we would like to give you an opportunity to ask us questions. So we're asking you to email us at info at 1820marketing.com or go to our website at 1820marketing.com slash podcast. There's a link at the top of that page that will take you to a form where you can ask us questions. And Jake and I will sit down. We might have somebody interview us. We might just talk amongst ourselves, but we are going to answer your questions. So again, visit our website at 1820marketing.com slash podcast. Creating Community with Dorian and Jake is available wherever you get your podcasts or at 1820marketing.com slash podcast. This podcast is produced by 1820 Marketing. For show notes, including how to contact Allison, visit 1820marketing.com slash podcast.